What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Who Up Podcast. We are here with uh, not not Sean McCarthy uh, on mm-hmm. on Twitter. Uh, up and co- up and come uh, ab- about to become a podcaster once again and a stand up <laughs> comic. Yeah, you do, you do comedy in New York, right? Yeah, I do. Nice. Uh, and yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll be we'll be out there in three months to do the same thing. Yeah, April to do comedy. We we all think yeah, we're no, it's hot shit. <laughs> New York's the the best city to do stand up in if you want to just want to blow your brains out after every set. They're <laughs> <laughs> just like because like the thing like you know you'll see uh, besides like crazy people on the subway you'll also just see you know the best musicians you've seen in your life like busking in the subway and everybody walking past not giving a single fuck about them so it's like you take your little jokes up on stage and everybody they're like we we could see better than this just walking out the street we see funnier homeless people every day yeah. we don't give a shit about your cute little uh riffs or callbacks or whatever yeah, I did a I did one mic in New York and I bombed horribly because the only other people there were all like comics. So oh yeah, just like waiting to go up, and I was like, "Wow, this is incredible! This is the best thing in the world." <laughs> well, that's like the thing is, uh, I got advice when I moved to New York. Like, you got to do your best stand up jokes. Like, don't be trying out new shit at the open mics. Like, you got to like be doing your best. Shit. So I do my like best shit from Seattle when I moved to New York, and I just bomb my ass off and I just went home and I wanted to kill myself and then I went to sleep and then I woke up and it was fine but it's like it's like you're saying about it's all comics at mics so it's like if they don't know you they, they're not going to pay attention to anything you say right. they're just like oh it's not my turn yet I'm not the one speaking I don't have to listen to whatever's being said right now yeah, I feel like that's a, a universal thing in stand-up, though. Uh, that, like, I mean, I get it here in Minneapolis where it's like some people just do not give a fuck. I mean, they're there to do their time and then leave. Yeah. I would do that's like the that's the galactic piece of mic here. <laughs> like, yeah. it's just, it's I think it's all better comics, now, like, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, some other at people. Least, yeah, at least when we went bit. a couple of years ago. Yeah. It was just like, yeah, all comics out there, all the other mics, and just like, Everyone just wants to do their time and get the fuck out. No one, is, no one's even looking at you when you're up on that little <laughs> fucking stage. <laughs> like, Dude, it's so funny too because I feel like a, a lot of what comes from like uh, open mics, like the idea that you should not try new stuff at open mics, is so fucking retarded. Yeah, just like oh, that's when you should just be bullshitting completely. Maybe get people's attention by doing something fucking insane. Yeah. But, you know, nothing makes you a man faster than, like, trying to workshop your bits about your brother on heroin while, like, 15 people are playing Candy Crush on their phone. <laughs> oh, yeah, so, so, somebody's girlfriend giggles once and not even at you, and she he said something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, you got made fun of you to her. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, that's an entertainer. You, you it, really, like... I think about this sometimes, like, you know, the, the Tom Myers, Dan Ninen type guys who are like, objectively, they are funnier than most comedians. And you can say unintentionally, yeah. but they still did what their job was supposed to be. So, so it's like, you know, it's, it's like a monkey's paw thing where it's like, do you want to be a comedian who brings joy to people? Well, what if it's just as like the butt end of every punchline? Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, that's, like, one thing, too, that, like, I, I learned a lot, too, is it's, like, uh, if they're laughing, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, people, yeah. like, laugh at you. People, like, fucking think you're a fucking fool, and you're just like, well, it w- you know what? It worked tonight. <laughs> well, yeah, people don't look at you. They look at, like, don't listen to you. They listen to the room when they, like, like people that could help you. Like, they don't give a fuck about, like, uh, like opportunities don't come from uh, being that good, I don't think. I think they come from reaction. Yeah, that's what you for sure. Absolutely. the the com yeah. the comic the comic scape or the 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 comedy scape is changing forever. Mm. I personally think Tom Myers might be maybe aware of what's happening. I think yeah, I think he's I just where he's aware. He's at like the stand this weekend or last weekend. I don't know. You know, I, oh fuck. I miss Tom Myers. I had the opportunity to go out in a New York blizzard to watch Tom Myers bomb for 15 minutes. Cause like you can listen to the recordings of him bombing, but you haven't seen him bomb till you've seen him bomb live. 
That sounds it's funny. So I just fucking fun. <laughs> I just Sorry. found out about Tom Myers this morning on my drive to work. Like, wait, what? It's crazy that we're like bringing him up because you just found that about not him. Yeah, I was listening to a fucking come town clip on my drive to work that they were talking like a compilation of them talking about tom myers and then the channel was like playing his like bits or whatever so i'm like Dude, yeah. just now today familiar with him <laughs> dude his twitter's incredible he's once they had the feature that no one could reply to tweets he like did that immediately oh yeah <laughs> something someone did that pissed me off one time was i just kind of like uh i posted some jokes i was writing one like like in the dead of the night i posted some jokes i was writing and somebody said, I sent the last one to Tom Myers for $15. <laughs> 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 it's like, all right, man, fuck you. <laughs> it's like, it's interesting, the the Tom Myers lore, because he was like, you know, doing comedy in any scene, you kind of learn the local crazy people or, you know, characters or whatever. Yeah. So he was like that for the Baltimore comedy scene. That's how Nick Mullen knows him. Um, but it was actually like, he got, you know, made internet famous through Cumtown, but it was actually a local Baltimore DJ, like radio guy, who would bring on Tom Myers and basically roast him. And like, you know, Mullen and those guys would listen to it and laugh their asses off. And then it became a Cumtown uh, bit, one of their more famous ones. That's so crazy how things work like that. Yeah. Some deep Cumtown lore for you guys. <laughs> that is fucking crazy <laughs> uh, What's it, it's cool to be the crazy guy in Baltimore like I think that's rocks yeah like that's that's how you know you're the cream of the crop is when like you're like fucking insane in one of those cities like if you're like the crazy guy in Denver Colorado I'm sure you, you fucking rock if you're the crazy guy in Colorado you kill a bunch of people in a movie theater <laughs> right <laughs> you, could, yeah, you could argue he was, a, he was a comic. He had the clown paint on and everything. Chris, did, yeah. did you light another hobo dumpster fire in your room? Yeah, I did. <laughs> How close is that candle to your fucking head? <laughs> it's like reflecting off of your face. Pretty close. <laughs> That's ridiculous, man. Yeah. Um, Biden's America, you have to light a candle. There's no power. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doing the podcast by candlelight. Well, yeah, I'm in Ohio. They've forgotten all yeah. about us. <laughs> I'm using the only Wi-Fi in the state, right? <laughs> I have a hamster running on a wheel at the moment to power my computer and my soundboard. <laughs> the coastal elites aren't aware of the situation here. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be funny if... <laughs> no, you go. I'm sorry. It'd be funny if some guy just, like, fucked up and, like, forgot to carry it, too, and then just, like, an entire state lost power. Just, like, one of the forgotten ones. That's what happened with the Jewish weather machine last winter with Texas. Well, that happens, that happens all the time in Kentucky and West Virginia, too. Like, when I worked for the power company, there would just be, like, guys <laughs> who are like, yeah, I haven't had power for eight weeks. And they're like, yeah, we'll get a truck out to you eventually. Like, like it literally is just like you're kind of fucked if you live in the woods with if your power goes. Yeah, that's a uh, that's tough, man. I can't even imagine not have. Whenever I don't have power, I uh I have to go outside. And did, uh, oh yeah, uh, so I get pissed. I get pissed. Clay, did you ever have? There's a storm. Like this would have been back when we were like teenagers, I think. But, like, it knocked, I don't know if it hit Minneapolis, but it knocked out our power for a week. We had to, like, run the fridge and stuff off a fucking generator. And, oh. like, it took them forever to get it fixed. Yeah, that never happened down here. Not near the big city. Okay. Yeah. Not not near have, where people live. Do you guys have, like, bug out bags? I always, like, go back and forth on getting one of them. Just, like, the idea, like, shit hits the fan. Or, yeah, this, uh, they call them shit hits the fan bags, too. Just like you have like a backpack and then if like civilization collapses, you're just like, I'm taking this. It's got, I don't know, a gun and some supplies and I'm just getting the fuck out. Literally, I, I was I just talking to my... Yeah, I was, I've, th I've been thinking about it a lot recently, having one just in case. Like, so, like something to grab if things go to hell. Yeah. It's, it's full of nutty bars. <laughs> 
yeah. It's full of payday candy bars and a Glock. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I was just talking to my roommate about like a like a get out bag or whatever. Like uh I was talking about like it would be like yeah, you'd want a gun. You'd want like I don't know, like one of those I, I think one of those like straws that like filters out like river yeah. or like lake water would be good. And then I was like uh having like uh seeds for like a couple of like vegetables or something would be like a good idea. Well, I think a good idea in that scenario would be like nobody in New York city can legally own a gun. So you just go, you travel to New York and rob everybody leaving the city <laughs> with their bug out bags <laughs> and then have guns. And then you just get like all the, the canned foods you need. <laughs> right. You're sitting, you're sitting in Newark with, a, with an AR-15, <laughs> just wait, dude. I'm on a I'm on a London thing. My bug out bag got uh, a bucket of acid. <laughs> if that I, would be cool. If I had one, I'd know I'd have a flashlight in it. Mm, that's uh, good. Yo, <laughs> that's like that's just like a really big flashlight, and then maybe that's it. Maybe really? Oh, no beaver pelt? No, I wouldn't. No. I, well, my my brother in uh, Maine, he's got one of those bags. And it's uh, what it is is it's like a 15-pound plate uh, inside of a vest. And mm. then he's got just a, a shit ton of guns. And then he's got like a like one of those baby carriers so he can carry his daughter around on his back. Okay. Well, I feel like when you're in Maine, you don't have to like leave very far. You don't have to very far to get away from it. No, you really don't. Like the top half of Maine is just like non-existent. <laughs> non-existent. You just go into like the fucking. Uh, it's it, 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 like a moves. blank, like white space. There's like yeah, no like, fucking real dimension yeah, it's a void. to it. Or anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a negative space. <laughs> yeah, you just like oh, no one's getting me here, and I have a hundred guns. <laughs> There's just, like, one guy who stays there. He's like, oh, my God, can you bring me back to civilization? I can't find the door. Yeah. It is. It's yeah, funny. he, I closed it on the way in, and it just looks white. <laughs> I, like, I don't even understand what the plan is, because I do, like, I want to get one for my own, like, peace of mind. But I guess, like, the plan is I just get out of New York and go to the woods. But then, like, okay, what happens now? It's like, okay, so I should just, like, get a book on, like, how to do agriculture, and I've got, like, three weeks to learn this before I starve to death. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to you're not gonna do any work right now. Hey, you're going to figure yes. it all out then. Yeah. Right. If, if the kids from Hatchet can do it, you can do it. That's right. If, just if, try to figure out how to load a gun as the apocalypse is happening. Right. <laughs> if Matt Damon like can do Chris, it on Mars... <laughs> That's right. <laughs> potatoes and shit. We yeah. can do it with real guns. <laughs> Look, as long as going as fictional characters <laughs> doing, as long as the electricity is working, I'm just gonna play GTA Five. I'm not gonna <laughs> read a fucking book on agriculture until the electricity stops working. Exactly. <laughs> the world fell apart. I'm still a millionaire in GTA. <laughs> That'd be cool to just... bum rush a library. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, that'd be good. Yeah. Shit, I forgot how to do. I I forgot to get the book. I have to go get it from the yeah. library now. Well, that's like that's something that's like funny to think about. Is like if there was a collapse civilization, there would be a lot of people that would think to like go get like some books, but like a lot of people would think to like go raid like a restaurant for food <laughs> that's yeah. gonna expire in like a week tops. <laughs> <laughs> what? Also, I think we don't talk about how many people would just fucking kill themselves if that's the case, too. If, like, the zombie apocalypse happens, I think uh, at least a quarter of the country just kills themselves. I don't think so. I feel like people are no, too dude. much hope. Yeah. People really? are so resilient, man. A fourth of everyone in America would kill themselves. I don't think like, so. Like, like surviving. That's so yeah. many people, dude. There's, like, there's definitely guys like me who would be like, well, it's over. But, mm -hmm. like, I do think that most Americans are going to be like, oh, we can stick it out. I don't know yeah. what I would do. Oh, go ahead. Well, I'm probably pretty fucked. I mean, that's the thing, though, is, like, well, like, living in New York, the other thing is, you know, or any major city, really, you are target number one if there's a nuclear war. So the illusion is, like, okay, 
they'll give me like 20 minutes heads up for the ICBM gets here. <laughs> if I get on oh, my yeah. bicycle, I can put some distance between me and the mushroom cloud. Yo. I'm calling an Uber right now. <laughs> <laughs> biking, biking out of New York and just still obeying traffic laws, like waiting for a crosswalk. <laughs> just like imagining the crazy surge pricing when there's like an ICBM coming. <laughs> <laughs> an Uber be... is five hundred fucking dollars. <laughs> like, oh, I better check Lyft. Uh, what about the Curb app? Maybe I can get a better deal there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck, my phone's broken. I keep getting too many citizen notifications. There's <laughs> <laughs> people, like, filming the mushroom cloud. <laughs> yeah. Guys, there's a bomb falling on New York right now. It's just, <laughs> that actually, that'd be the funniest thing ever, is a bomb touches down in New York, and citizen just sends, like, 400 notifications. Reports of a large <laughs> explosion. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the mushroom cloud and a bunch of like angry and sad emoji reacts. <laughs> this might be your last day on earth with the frowning emoji. It's like it's like the it's like the like the something exploding like the firework emoji and then like a mushroom emoji and then like a bunch of crying faces. Yeah, the crying laughing emoji. <laughs> It's so fun to see those tweets on Twitter where it's like, what would you do in this situation? And it's like, what are you fucking talking about? Yeah, it's like the whole world's on fucking fire, <laughs> like from space. <laughs> <laughs> like... Well, to be the guys that tweet that sincerely, too, that must be a sad existence. To be like, I'm so excited to get quote tweets today. That guy works. He That guy either like works as a bank teller and is like paying child support or... Uh, He's like he's just just as unemployed as me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's in high school. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the more likely scenario is that it's just a child doing that kind of shit. Just like some fucking seventeen fucking is the person that pisses you off the most on Twitter. Yeah, that is a good point. The like if the globe did just spontaneously combust and just the whole everything started on fire at once, at least I'm not like a kid. At least I got a little extra time. Yeah. Like, could you imagine being fucking 13? Like, wow, you really did not get to... Be, you didn't get to, like, go out on your own and do whatever the fuck you want for a few years. I like, <laughs> I, I'm thinking about now, like, the, the Twitter uh, choose-your-own-adventure of, like, the school shooting. And, and like, a fully grown adult <laughs> playing along with that and being like, I know what I'd do. <laughs> Dude, I still sometimes think about what I would do in a school shooting. Like back in, I like go back to my old high school. And I'm like, how would have I escaped if that would have happened to me? Like, I don't, I think most Americans, or I don't know if you guys do, but like, if you go into a theater, like to see a movie, I like check the exits. I'm yeah, like, I'm yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. There was, there was one time I, I went to see the new Star Wars movie with some friends, and there was this fucking, this was, I was working back room at, at uh, Walmart in the town I was living in, and, uh, there was this fucking weird guy that would hang out in the Walmart all the time, and he showed up to the movie. Just a sketchy-ass dude, and I just, the whole time, I was just like, if he fucking, like, moves even just a little bit, I'm getting the fuck out of this theater. <laughs> What's the funniest, because, like, you know, I uh, I don't always, but I enjoy, like, seeing a movie more if I'm high, you know, so I'll get, oh, like, yeah. high, but then it's, like, a balancing act, because sometimes I'll get, like, so high and paranoid, I'm like, that guy, that guy's gonna do it, he's got a bag. <laughs> <laughs> Just the idea of some weird-looking guy getting up to use the restroom and you sprinting out of the movie theater and down through the emergency exit. <laughs> I did that once, actually. Like, God, I used to have even worse weed paranoia. I went to this uh, the comedy festival, Bridgetown, in, in Portland, and I was, you know, I got, like, fucked up and high at the after party, and then this, like, Uber or Lyft driver or whatever takes me back, and I became convinced during the trip that he was going to kill me. So I actually, like... He was like, cause he was like driving along this like gravelly road or something. And I actually like got out and like walked away from the car and he had to like convince me to come back in. <laughs> I like that he coaxed you back in. Like he, like he gave a shit enough to fucking get you back in the car. Right. And tip, I dude. Fucking pulled off. Yeah. I just fucking left. And it's like, I can't even remember now, but I, cause I was fucked up, but I must've just been like. I was just like, he's going to kill me. He's taking me to a dirt road. He's going to kill me. And I just like got out and I took like three steps and I was like, you're a fucking retard. Get back in the car, <laughs> idiot. 
when I I uh, when I took an Uber in New York, this guy had um like a. He had those fucking like the th- uh, I don't even know what the, they're like f- ducts, and he had the duct mm. like these like aluminum ducts go from the cold air in the front, and then he had like this plastic shield in between the front and the back with like two holes cut out, and the ducts like from the air went to the back so you could like stay cool or whatever. But I was like fucking, I was hammered, like I was so drunk and sitting in the back, and I'm like. With my buddy, and I like talk like I lean over to my my friend, and I'm like, dude, what if he just like gasses us right now with that shit? Like, can he do that? Like, I was like freaking out a little. Bit. <laughs> just like he sets up tubes and puts fucking chemicals into you. Like, yeah. yeah, he's like he got his uh, his Uber car from um, a, a post war German depot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your your taxi driver Heimler. Or what was this or whatever? Which mad scientist? The Nazi. Uh, the one that liked the one that liked the twins and shit. Oh, the oh Angela. Mangala. Yeah, Mangala. Yeah, yeah, Joseph Mangala. Yeah, Mangala. I remember, uh, like that was like one of the few things that, like I absorbed in high school was that that guy was like a fucking freak about. I uh, love twins. Dude. Yeah, twins. Yeah. You, you go to his ex hamster. It's nothing but twin searches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy. That guy was. Uh, yeah, he was a freak. But let's think about all the good things that are now uh, in place in the medical industry. <laughs> That's right. There's apparently like, like what? So yeah, obviously the Nazis did all these horrific like scientific experiments on humans that you could like never ethically do. But I guess like one of their innovations is like still used to treat frostbite because what they would do is they would you know freeze jewish and other undesirable prisoners to death and then see what they could do to um uh, get them back from the brink of frostbite yeah. uh, and apparently like one of the ideas that fucking that little freak himmler came up with was actually to like put them in bed with two attractive women <laughs> To, like, try to turn them on. So, apparently, they did that to try to treat frostbite and didn't work, unsurprisingly. Damn. But what they did find is um, you just immediately put them in a, in a, a near-boiling hot water bath. That's That did work? Apparently, yeah. Like, um, and I guess they, like, applied that to, like, their pilots who went down at the Atlantic or some of the soldiers on the Eastern Front or whatever. But basically, yeah, it, it, to treat frostbite, you just immediately um, put the person in a uh, in a hot bath. That sounds like it would like almost give you like send you into shock as like the person. Yeah, being put like, in there. that's like the, that's like toxic shock thing. syndrome. Yeah, but that's like also kind of sick. Yeah. How cool would it be if the hot girls worked? Could you imagine? <laughs> it just gets like a boner and like it comes back to life. That'd be sick. If I'm, that's how. Maybe that that's kind of why it works. didn't work. Maybe it didn't right. work because all the blood needed to rush to the penis instead of the rest of his body. Right, yeah. Hmm. Dude, you just gotta like you just gotta like fuck if you have hypothermia. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys have, wait uh have you seen the movie Overlord? Yeah. That was like a like a, an actual cool JJ Abrams project. <laughs> I've never seen it. What is it? Oh, it's like uh it's about like World War Two. Uh well, it's like a fictitious thing, I guess. Starring Andy Dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, the whole like concept of it I guess is like uh these these guys are dropping into Germany uh to like take down like this church tower. They're like gonna blow it up or whatever. Like Kurt Russell's son is in it. That's like unimportant. Um but then they like <laughs> find out that the Nazis are like creating this fucking like uh at, like so basically like zombie th- serum wait dude i think i've seen this movie what was it called again it's called overlord it came out in like 2018 yeah dude i think i saw this in the theater with my brother it's like the one that, uh, like uh should i spoil a part of it just to make sure we're talking about the right movie it starts yeah, out with it. like a with like they're in a plane and the commanding yeah. officer is a black guy which doesn't make sense for the historical yeah. But there's like, isn't there a problem? Oh, there should the be guy, racial one of segregation the guys, in the army in my zombie movie. <laughs> one, of, one of the guys turns like into a zombie. Yeah, it's oh. fucking terrifying, dude. Dude, I definitely saw that in the theater. Yeah, yeah. okay, I don't know what you're talking about. I did see it. 
But yeah, that's like uh, I wonder if that it, like, I wonder if there's any like truth to a little bit of that as far as just like cuz I mean the the third Reich was trying to like be the the fucking thing. So I'm sure they were trying to like make dudes live forever. Yeah. I mean it rocks it rocks how like good of villains the Nazis were. They like covered all the bases, you know. They like dressed well, Hugo Boss and all that. Yeah. Uh, you know, they did genocide, and then they also like worshipped the occult. <laughs> like they yeah. also did like that paganist human sacrifice shit. And then they did fucking meth all the time. That shit. Was oh sweet. yeah. Honestly, what a cool group of guys. <laughs> Hua Pod cosigned. <laughs> it is fun. Like, you do got to respect that, though. It's like, I think any dude, if you were like, how do you cure frostbite? We're willing to throw anything at the wall. You'd be like, three-way. <laughs> like, how do you cure cancer? Three-way. Let's, let's just try it. You know, we're going to throw, throw things at the wall, see what sticks. I mean, let's, let's be real. Post industrial revolution, what like villain, villainous like group has like come closer to taking over? Like, <laughs> I mean, like they were the, the only ones. Yeah, NATO. <laughs> <laughs> How about Joe Biden? <laughs> That's right, bare shelves Biden. Yeah, yeah, no, but like, honestly, pretty impressive. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> like the, right now what we do is we like shoot a missile into a fucking cave like every few months and we're like yeah hey, we got them like yeah. they're fine now <laughs> like we, we did it yeah well, then we're not gonna be hearing about them until next year <laughs> when they find new caves to hide in. when we run out of things to write for our real life television show called yeah. life when the when the Huffington Post sends us a complaint about how news is slow, yeah, the Middle East is kind of like the the that the Japanese guy who is actually Korean in the Fast and Furious films who, who <laughs> dies in Tokyo Drift, but then he's in all the other movies because they just <laughs> liked his character so much. Yeah, I've never seen it, but yeah. Oh. That'd be so sick to be the guy that made Fast and Furious. Like, do, do you know how easy his life is now? He just has to write the same movie every fucking years. Well, actually, he's dead, Chris. Is he dead? Yeah, he died in a car accident. Yeah. Wait, Harmony Corrine should make a war movie. <laughs> Harmony Corrine should make a war movie. And it's like it's like all the all the soldiers are kids and they fuck. It's just <laughs> yeah, it's like a it's like a it's like a vibey World War Two movie. Yeah, they them. listen they listen to punk rock and they they parachute down into Nazi Germany. World War. I can already Euphoria. see the slow mo the slow mo uh like shot of a fucking gun going off, for sure. And they get down there, and Robert De Niro reprised his role as taxi driver, and he's, he's an old man now, and he's like, I couldn't kill that politician whose name I can't think of, <laughs> but I'm about to kill Adolf Hitler. <laughs> I've been drinking beer and doing pull-ups for 50 years now. <laughs> actual, and that's the movie, basically. A- actual autism moment. <laughs> Uh, fucking, uh, Travis Bickle doesn't make it, like, another two weeks after the Taxi Driver movie. Like, uh, Robert Robert De Niro, uh, proposed doing a sequel to Taxi Driver, and the guy who wrote it was like, no, because, uh, after the movie, the whole concept is that the clock starts again, where he's, like, ready to go fucking kill people again and like get that high and become like a hero again and then instead he just fucking dies in like a shootout Uh, that'd be so sick that'd be the way to go is a shootout with the police probably yeah totally I think that's or with a bunch of Vietnamese people (laughs) like in another movie the problem is, like, if you're too good in a shootout with the police, they just cheat and kill you with a drone that explodes. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you're, like, if you got, like, a 20 to 0 KD going, the police, like, they just wall hack. They got infrared and shit. It's not, you know, it's not, like, a, a real challenge of skill. It's not right. Yeah, it's it's ripped to shreds by an AC-130. 
It's not like the old days when you could run into the forest and set up bear traps. I'm sick of the fucking cops wall hacking. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, like, they're hacking, they're hacking. (laughs) So you're... Your partner. <laughs> As you're getting shot a hundred times in the chest, just screaming out there, hacking. That'd be a fun protest to go to. All the gamers on at the yeah. precinct doors. Oh, yeah. If the first time a gamer is killed by the police, they heck. That's not true. Yeah. They, people have been swatted. Oh, yeah, that's true. Getting swatted is it, so cool. It'd be really fun. No, it's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's really the opposite. What do you cool. mean? A bunch of guys breaking down your door and pointing shotguns <laughs> at you doesn't sound fun. That's why, like, I'm so grateful to be in like the podcast business, you know, with like a delay. Because, like, one, you know, if I'm like unfunny and I fuck up a bunch, I can just cut it all and it never happened. But two, like, there aren't people like watching me live. Being like, you know what would make this more funny? If the police kicked in his door right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the amount of times that, like, uh, those big streamers just be, will be like, oh, give me one second. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> like a cop at their fucking door. <laughs> it, I'm not, like, saying this literally, but it would be pretty funny if Aiden Ross got spotted. <laughs> 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 like he's got Tory Lanes and like the baby hanging out there, and like the fucking SWAT team shows up and kicks in his door. <laughs> yeah, man, that would rule. I mean, same yeah. with the Sod Piker. It, it shouldn't happen. It'd be funny if it happened. Yeah, and and then when and then the SWAT team afterwards is like, oh, we thought it was Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> We need I'm to... surprised. Has Hassan not been swatted? I'm sure he has at some point. He probably just doesn't. Why don't they do it? More? They probably just tell the local PD at this point. Like, yeah, so this $3 million mansion, do not send SWAT teams here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he probably pays for his own security at this point, right? Yeah, they're probably yeah. just meeting him at the door. Do you think, you think he has security? I no, I don't think he does. Yeah. He's being hyperbolic. So the song getting swatted would be so cool. Like <laughs> they they break in with shotguns and he's like he's like uh the top one percent makes more than the bottom ninety-nine <laughs> percent. And then they and then they just they they're like, Oh, we were gonna kill you because we thought you had a bomb, but tell us more about this. We're genuinely curious. They join in on the and live we, stream. We wanna know more. <laughs> and then he just he explains Democratic socialism to a bunch of police officers <laughs> and SWAT team guys. It'd be even better in his most popular stream ever, but because but because of the cracker incident and because he had cops on the Twitch stream, he gets banned again. I would love to see Hassan Piker in like a T-shirt with a rose on it that says Karl Marx the spot. Get fucking get like fucking flash banged. How, much, how long have you been thinking about that one? I'm just sitting here cooking that in my brain, thinking about him getting Damn, fucking flash banged. All right, spot, yo, play the applause, Clay. Play the applause for that one. Yeah, that was off, off rip. What about what about like you know Destiny or one of those like debate me, bro? Like streamers, they get swatted, and so the police come in and they're like, Get on the fucking floor! It's like, uh, do you have a source for that? <laughs> Play the applause again. <laughs> just get like riddled with bullets. Yeah, just like, rock. Yeah. Uh, Excuse me, getting shot in the have, fucking head. Do you have a warrant? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's funnier as if like it happened to like fucking Ninja or something. One of those, yeah. Just some guy that like he's playing. F- and gets fucking killed by the police. He's cranking <laughs> 90s, dude. I mean, that's kind of the reality of comedy, though. It's like, no joke, you're right, will ever be as funny as the police kicking down some guy's door while he's streaming. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> hilarious, objectively. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's really funny when it happens to, like, smaller streamers, too, because I have, like, 
shitty house. We're <laughs> 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 talking to 500 people and making like. Oh my god. Dude, there was like, like <laughs> minimum wage to entertain, and people are trying to kill you. <laughs> there was like. Uh, there was like a year long stretch where my my buddies and I we would always hang out on the weekends and every time we hung out we went we used to like watch movies and TV shows and we we switched that out for just going on Twitch and there's this there's this girl in my hometown that started Twitch streaming and she just she sucks so we fucking would go on her Twitch channel and we would make like a bunch of anonymous accounts and we would just like say really mean shit and we get banned get on like a new one then we got IP banned <laughs> so we started just Going to random oh, like, Twitch streams with ten viewers. It's like we were just being like really mean. <laughs> we would just oh fuck. Oh no, you uh, can you're hear good. me now? Yep, you're good now. Okay, cool. Yeah, we would just like we would just like. So you heard me talk about like the chick from my hometown. Yeah, yeah, and the making you. It was not. when you got IP banned is when it kind of cut out and then it came back in a little bit. Oh, there it is for me. There, there it is. God damn it. <sighs> It's not even, it was, I don't even, maybe it wasn't even Cave. Maybe it was <laughs> just me. Maybe it was just a me problem. No, 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 no I, I my connection it. was bad when you were bringing that up, but, uh, oh, okay. yeah, and then we I just got, started going to random Twitch streams with like fucking five viewers, five, ten viewers. We would just like say mean shit until we got banned. It was like, I don't know, I would get on there initially, I'd be like really friendly and like just be like, hey, like, what's up? And then like call him a fag or something. (laughs) There was like, this is like, you know, one of those like fucked up retarded things I did as a kid, like on the early internet. There's like, um, you know, those like, what are they called? Those games where somebody draws a picture and everybody else tries to guess what it is. Oh, like a, uh, what is it? Pictionary? Scribbly. Yeah, Pictionary, that kind of shit. Yeah. So, like, there would be these, like, Pictionary games that my brother and I would join online, and, you know, it would be like a public game. So uh, you would, like, wait in the lobby, and there'd be, I don't know, 20 or 30 people in the room, and then you just, like... Uh, wait until your turn and then they'd give you a prompt that would say like cat or whatever and you'd have to draw a picture of a cat but what my brother and I would do is every time it was our turn we would just start like drawing swastikas <laughs> and being like that, kill that, the Jews or whatever that being immediately where my brain went as well Yeah, I was like he's gonna draw a swastika <laughs> and then like the chat would just be filled with like could you ban this person please <laughs> ban them immediately and just like thumbs down and all this and we would just keep doing that to different rooms again and again you would just like sit there for 10 minutes wait watching people seriously play this game as you waited for your turn (laughs) thinking about like a 50 person room like that too where it's just like you're like ruining a few people's like good time that's awesome oh yes Well, the fun I've been having bullying people on lately is, uh, is like, uh, a guy who will, like, reply a selfie to a girl fans. You just retweet that and then, like, send it to, like, two group chats with 30 people in it and make them all retweet it. And this guy has, like, 500 likes in his selfie reply to some group <laughs> chat. Dude, I'm just thinking about how, like, the tides have turned on the swastika, like, so hard. <laughs> It used to be a sign in, of in love like, and peace, dude. Well, no, but like, it, well, it's always been quote quote unquote bad. No, it <laughs> used to be good, bro. It used to be awesome. Well, yeah, it used to be, but like, I just remember like, I don't know, like in high school and stuff, there would just be kids that would like have that shit like on their binders they would carry around the class. Like, I think, I think this is another one of those, uh, I, went, I lived in a town with 6,000 people. No, nah, like well, that was like pretty. No, that was like really? that was very real. Like you would just. I remember in high school just like drawing a swastika and like not really totally grasping like what you were doing. It was just like, ha, huh, this is like funny, edgy. Like we used to do this thing where we'd start drawing a swastika, but then we'd make it a window. Where oh, like, yeah, I remember that. I remember. Yeah, we yeah, like trick yeah. all our friends into thinking we were being. You know, bad. <laughs> and then we just yeah, like, what am I drawing? Yeah. <laughs> I remember it was a very powerful feeling when I first learned how to draw that. Because uh, you learn you draw the four, and then you complete the four with the rest of it. 
But as a yeah. kid, I was like, man, this is like nuclear physics right here. <laughs> I have unlocked a new level of annoying people. It is like a formative moment in a young man's life. I didn't even, <laughs> like, I, didn't even I remember when I first before. learned to draw from my friend. Like, dude, it is just a four. Damn it! I've been see because that was my that was my issue as a kid was I could never remember which way it went. Well, technically, if you're doing it like properly, it's like angled to the side. Yeah, but that's if you're like a super historically accurate uh, troll racist. <laughs> yeah, Prisons. real four chan head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, hold on, Jimmy. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we're doing it now. I gotta finish this up first. I'll, I'll DM you, okay? Oh, <laughs> I gave people permissions too early. Whoops, my bad. Are you guys doing three in a row? Yeah, we're yeah, doing three yeah. in a row. God damn, I remember those days making me want to blow my brains out. <laughs> That's why I'm getting drunk right now. Oh, white Claw hard seltzer surged. <laughs> Well, it's just uh, it's so crazy because it's like uh it's like oh yeah let's uh let's have you come on this day and then it's like oh we got to do a Patreon episode too all right we'll do we'll do two in a day and then it's like oh you know what let's get let's just throw another one in there and just get you get ahead on work yeah the no, work I was totally to cool with it <laughs> our hard like work because <laughs> I had like scheduled some stuff for like after our regular pod time today oh yeah um and so I had to like push it back um. Which is like fine, because like next week, just only having to do a Patreon is like well, cool. it's, it's fun it's, telling people you're canceling the plans because you're like recording a podcast. Yeah, that's literally the text I sent. That was like, hey, we added an extra episode to our schedule, so you can't come over until like eight thirty, dude. Well, well, because we don't we don't do any research. We're just like three fucking dumbasses. I've like. It's what, what like you had to put in like actual like time into like grub stakers and stuff like that, right? Yeah, the research is really a bitch. And then like finally after like uh, two years of doing it, we hired an editor because that was like the other thing is like you spend I don't know minimum five depending on the episode, but you spend X hours researching and then you spend at least double the amount of time it took recording to edit each one. Yeah. Um, so like it, it was just, I don't know. I, it, I do wish uh, I, I did like the show up and riff kind of podcast, but I just get like so insecure that I don't have like anything worthwhile to say. And I'm like, I need to have like 15 topics ready to go so that I'm not exposed as an uninteresting person. Oh yeah. yeah, that's. I mean, that's something I get worried about sometimes is just not knowing what to talk about. But then we end up like <laughs> making fun of some just stupid shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's so easy to just I find think, something like, on the internet and be like, oh yeah, remember that? Don't. How many? How many people were you doing your podcast? Was it just by yourself or with like? It was. Uh, it was me and three other uh, people, and then we hired an editor. Yeah, um. Sure. But so it was like, for the first year, I did like most of the research. Then the guys kind of like helped me out more. But then it was, um, or they kind of took over the, some of the episodes. But it was like, that kind of like research type podcast, like week after week, it's like a giant ship. And you can only turn it like so much. Because yeah. like, eventually, like you... I think what I learned is you have to spend at least like two or three days researching something or like at least you have to have two or three days because you'll look at a topic or like a billionaire is what we were doing. And then you'll be like, well, there's nothing here. This is not interesting at all. We have to junk this episode or, or whatever else. Or, or sometimes it'll be the opposite where you're like, well, there's way too fucking much here. I can't cover this in this amount of time. I need more time. We have to do a multi-parter or whatever. Yeah. And so it, it's just like, it's like you have to have at least like a week head start, but then as you do the podcast longer and longer, you get lazier and lazier. Mm -hmm. And you're like, 
well, what a, the, fuck, I guess we got to do an episode tomorrow. What are we going to talk about? <laughs> yeah. And then we just like, we started delaying a bunch. Our fans were very understanding, but yeah, like towards the end, we would just be like, yeah, I guess just, uh, you know, we're going to need another month for this episode. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, that's well, definitely happened know. with us. And like the, the thing is, it was it, this isn't even like that successful. Like it's going fairly well considering we don't have uh, too much like going on. But, yeah. um, <laughs> but like, but like, still, you're like, oh yeah, we're not even like we haven't even like earned anything, and we're still like, uh, like acting like it's a fucking well, like just like a a job, a job, yeah, like a cycle. Well, dude, we I don't mean, even put effort find- into it. You know, it's like yeah. we, we we find out that it's not good when we start losing patrons. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> when guys who are it's paying like, oh, us one dollar decide they fucking hate paying a dollar. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, we got to step up the content. <laughs> no, it's like I don't know. I'm glad. I'm glad. I am glad we like just switched it to one day a week. But we we are such a low effort i can't stress this enough low effort podcast. <laughs> it like it's so funny because it's like i mean like i don't fucking i don't really edit unless like somebody says something real bad right yeah you know and like even those standards drop every single time we do this show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then it's just but, like all right well uh i guess we recorded an hour i'll, I'll fucking put make it a mp3 and post it yeah. <laughs> well, dude I'll, I'll say this there is like i don't know it's like if you're gonna do a low effort podcast like the Whoa podcast, <laughs> um, what would you need? Like, I don't know. At least like from what people say, it's like they just like to hear like you know some guys just like bullshit or whatever. It's like if, if there's like a decent enough dynamic that can keep some people engaged and like enjoy listening to it. That's like that's like the only real thing you need to hang on to. And if you could just like manage to barely grasp that with like. <laughs> Just showing up and just being like, what are we going to talk about? Oh, the new album that came out? (laughs) Yeah. That's all that really matters. Yeah, it's so fun when this becomes a music podcast. (laughs) Yeah, dude, as soon as you leave, that's always what it turns into. I've done that with stand-up before where I, like, had no material and I just started talking about, like, like a fucking, like, a Tyler Creator album. I was just like, there was a Tyler Creator album. Did you guys hear about that? And so you're just like, whoa. Yeah, it's like, I, it was pretty good. And you just keep going. You just, just I get love the... singing on stage. <laughs> I like, I sang Duality by Slipknot on stage. Yeah. Did you really? Yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit about a guy that works at Subway. I forget the et- joke. He it wears like, Etnies. Uh, he's got like yeah, a he wears Etnies. girlfriend. Yeah, smoke cigarettes and like I would like pause in between the bits to just like sing. I push my fingers into my eyes. <laughs> What's really cool about that is the only real difference between you and that guy is he smokes cigarettes instead of black and mild. <laughs> yeah, literally, it's like it's it's self reflective and it reminds me of how much of a fucking loser I am. <laughs> the good thing in real life. that I did hear today from someone was is uh, is you're not a fuck up until you're 27. So you have until then <laughs> to get it figured out. And I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, dude, I got one year. <laughs> I was like, you know, people will call me like, you know, a failed comedian online or whatever. if They're trying to troll me. And it's like, well, you never actually fail until you stop. Right. Like, yeah. I'm a failing comedian. I'm not a <laughs> failed. It's, it's not over yet. I'm still doing it. And if you no, look at it the right hey, way. You know what? Everyone else is also a failing comedian until they're making money <laughs> doing it. it. That's a that's a beautiful mindset. That's the approach I had to take once I turned twenty six because I was like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, I have literally nothing. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I'm still trying. You're so. still here. You're still doing it. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, uh, it fucking you- sucks. I'm gonna kill myself. Don't you guys love it when a guy? whose name is like Dixie Normus is like on Austin Powers on Twitter and then he's like ah, this is a great joke to be Dixie Normus <laughs> like oh man one of like my earlier Twitter things that blew up got retweeted by Mullen when he was still on there and I still have the screenshot of it being retweeted by a guy called Anime Pussy Crusher 69 <laughs> 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 just like man Mullen is the best fans 
Oh man, those oh, those, those yeah. names are the best. I love great display names. Uh, mm. I love I love the like the Tony Sneed Pranos the uh, <laughs> the like uh, or then like the, you'll get like Marxist Marxist Tony Soprano and it's like ah dude fucking shoot your like goddamn <laughs> dude all all I do I only click on profiles that look like a woman in Minneapolis Minnesota <laughs> <laughs> that's that's it so it's I don't either, care about your fucking display man it's either someone who looks like a cow or it's someone who looks like uh, absolutely beautiful <laughs> the two types yeah. of women in Minnesota hundred percent is like cl- here's the thing drop that gorgeous you women. Yeah, you ugly hoes listening to this fucking podcast, I'm clicking on your profiles too, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I got to double check to make sure you're not ugly. (laughs) Yeah, I got to make sure you're not ugly, but I also have to see if you're in my city. Right. (laughs) I'm on like a mute on site policy in any woman who lives in Los Angeles. I'm like too far. (laughs) (laughs) It's never going to happen. Yeah. I had had some woman with like... Like an insane amount of followers followed me. And I didn't follow back because they were like a fucking like gay ass Los Angeles count. <laughs> it's like oh. fucking like you're not gonna add anything to my life. I don't care even if you if you're hot. I had a girl DM me first the other day, and uh, within three DMs, she mentions that she has a boyfriend. It's like, why are you fucking talking to me? Real, like, 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 like fucking leave me alone. And she was like. What can this guy do for me? No, Shad, like, like, leave me alone. <laughs> like, I blocked her. It pissed me off. <laughs> dude, you're let, dude, I was having get to you too much. No, nah, I was man. having a bad day. It was a, I took out. I take out my other problems <laughs> on people online. Yeah, it's you're like I fucking smoke yeah. weed every day, and I hate myself. <laughs> so you just block women. It's it's easy. <laughs> I'm on the verge of only fitting into a six-piece luggage set. <laughs> yeah, man. Now, no, not Sean McCarthy. That is a running bid. It <laughs> started on our Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com slash whooppod. Get behind there. Find the origin of that joke a few episodes back. And then every episode you listen to after that, it gets mentioned at least once. It's exponentially funnier every time we talk about Chris being found in the Hudson River in a five to six to two piece luggage. <laughs> <laughs> it's for now, but it could become a six piece. <laughs> yeah, we're going to feed, we're going to force feed Chris food. Dude, yeah, we're not gonna. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, we're, we're turning wanna, you into the Nikado Avocado, dude. Yeah. Dude, that guy rocks. The guy that just like uh, did shoot on YouTube until he killed himself. No, he rocks. He's still it's alive. so funny. It's so funny. I know, but he like started out at like 110 pounds and now he weighs like 400 pounds and he just keeps eating so much Papa John's for like. And like the thing is, his YouTube channel hasn't died yet. So he's not going to stop anytime. He's getting like more famous as he gets fatter. Yeah, it's dude, like, I'm, he's, I'm like, he's like, he's like, he's like, like to have a food influencer die from their eating habits. That would I be mean, like the sickest thing that could gonna ever happen. happen. It's gonna happen. He eats like a like what he'll do is he'll eat like twenty four pieces of Popeyes chicken and like a bucket of fries and then be like, there you guys go. <laughs> dude, the, thing, the thing that bothers me about it that like most people just like either choose to ignore or like too fucking dumb to realize is like he plays it up a lot. Oh yeah. Like I don't know. Dude, I mean, he's gay. He's gay in the way you can see no, you can see no, them you can see weight. his weight materialize right he in front of you. 100%, but he's, when he gets on camera, he is a character. Like that CPAP machine bullshit and like all that stuff. Yeah, it's all gay and shit, yeah, of course. percent for or just like I'm getting fat and unhealthy, and it's like, dog. I mean, you could actually die. <laughs> like, <laughs> I personally think it's a good PSA, and it should continue happening for people's enjoyment until he explodes. <laughs> That'd be fun to like do that kind of YouTube channel, but just buy a fat suit. <laughs> like, I'm actually secretly eating healthy. <laughs> just, just, just overnight, like you, you do like a Popeyes mukbang, and then you show up the next day in a fucking like four hundred pound fat suit. <laughs> Imagine the Citizen app if Nikado Avocado was dropped on New York City. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we dropped a big boy <laughs> on New York. City. Yeah, that was the plot of the Watchmen. <laughs> 
and then they had sex with him mm-hmm. because they thought he was a little girl, just like in Watchmen. That one video where his boyfriend's like, uh, "Can you please just eat a salad, Nick?" And he's like, "No, <laughs> no!" And he like, screams at him, well, and it's, it's just eugenics, like, dude. "Jesus Christ!" It is. It's okay to have that reaction towards eugenics. I love how it's just like, like, just like uh, ruining like how like <laughs> how fat people are perceived too. <laughs> Is you think about all, like a, a lot of kids who probably watch that channel <laughs> and like what that's doing to them, <laughs> like seeing this fucking stupid ass annoying fat person just like, <laughs> like I eat eight pizzas a day and don't know why I'm gaining weight. <laughs> yeah, like we used to have cool fat kids like the fat black kid who cried for his mommy on Jimmy Neutron. That kid was cool. There was sympathy there. That kid, yeah. Andy Milanakis. <laughs> It was there was a better day for fat people in like two thousand and six. There was sympathy for for the fat people, and now it's now it's uh, now it's complaining about oppression. Yeah, well, dude, fat, fat people were like novel back then. Like if you like you'd have like a fat guy in your crew, and it was like, oh, this is like the cool fat guy. And now yeah. it's like, hey, this is like the fucking faggot fat guy. <laughs> like, now there's seven of these guys in every crew. Yeah, the whole crew is these guys. Now we have the novel skinny person. Right. I ain't never they seen all died from the coronavirus. One of them always got to be fat. Yeah, it was like before NAFTA and corn syrup went and everything, you just had the one fat guy. And now it's like, who's the guy who's not fat? Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. That's what the fucking podcast is. <laughs> yeah, when it's just us three, it's it's the it's what what did you say it was, Chris? We're on one hundred emoji. We're the one hundred emoji podcast. <laughs> Dude, people literally get on Twitter and talk about this as being like a fat guy podcast. Yeah. It How is. do you think that makes? Sense? That'd be like if it was two white guys and a black guy, and they're like, "I love this white guy podcast." <laughs> I'm like the black guy, literally. Like, how do you think I... <laughs> You're just like a black American. Yeah. yeah. You, Honestly, smoke, I, you smoke black and milds and people don't people don't see you <laughs> what you are. That is kind of insulting to have your listeners and your audio-only po- podcast be like, you guys sound fat. <laughs> like, I don't, you know, the vibe of the show, it's a fat podcast. <laughs> and it's not because of the knowledge we drop. It's because uh, Chris and I do the show with food in our mouths almost 99% of the time. <laughs> there, there was that episode where you were, like, ordering a pizza and so distracted <laughs> that you didn't oh, even, yeah. you wouldn't fucking talk. You were so distracted ordering the goddamn pizza. That's right. It's, like, more than anything else, the thing podcast listeners get mad about. But then it's also, like, sorry, we had to do four episodes in a row. <laughs> I need food. <laughs> I'm just going to, like. Yeah. It's great for me, person if like the bitches show up to the live show and they're like oh my god one of them is skinny <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about I think the women that listen to this like fat men I think that's the general consensus there's like two yeah, both of them both of them like us .002% of women that like this podcast will enjoy <laughs> a thin man <laughs> you guys you should do like a listener survey to like determine like the age and gender of your listeners but then just try to fuck all the female listeners well yeah well, <laughs> it's like well, it was yeah. a trojan horse all along when you click when you click the female on the survey then it goes do you fuck with fat guys <laughs> <laughs> what's your type we, like we have like a on Twitter, and it's like, are you a female from 18 to 19 years old? <laughs> yeah. Can you because not get into a bar? <laughs> curious. That'd be such a, that'd be so funny. If you listen to a podcast, take this survey. Yeah. Are you under 19, but above 18? How would you like to to meet the hosts of Who Up Podcast at a local hookah bar? You want a free ticket to the Who Up Live show in Minneapolis? You guys like have to do it in a coffee shop. You can't do it in a bar. Yeah, we can. No, no, we'll do it in a bar. And then the poll it says, "I'll buy you drinks." 
<laughs> yeah, we do it at like a like a eighteen plus club. <laughs> yeah, it's like, do you want to win free tickets to Who Up and a fake ID? <laughs> yeah. We have the we have the marker that draws the X on your hand. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're ten years away, but we're all looking for a Dane Cook situation. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Dane Cook, Dane Cook was doing a Bob Saget memorial, and he was just letting people. Oh, on Facebook, on did you see it? No, he did it on Spaces on Twitter, oh and I was like, God. I immediately was like, I gotta get in there. I gotta be able to talk. I gotta be like, I love the way that you and Bob Saget touch children's lives. <laughs> and like, he just like, I don't know. He wouldn't let me speak. He was letting random people speak, but not me. I need to say, Dane Cook on Facebook is probably the best way to consume his media because he'll post like photo albums like 30 pictures like together and like you go through look at the pictures and they have like anywhere from five to ten likes on a photo <laughs> it's like shit that like a suburban like family would do <laughs> that rules dude it's awesome he has like does he have the stand-up record you know that retarded thing they do in la where he like goes for six he bombs for six hours i could bomb for six hours <laughs> it's so fun to talk in front of people for way too long and get nothing yes. out of them. <laughs> oh, eventually, if you talk long enough, like even if you're eating shit, eventually people will start giggling at the fact that you're eating shit. Yes. Yeah. There's, there's like a level to embracing it. Like if you if you can realize fast enough that things aren't going well and you just run with it, it's it's honestly kind of fun. Or you just pull a Bill Burr and start insulting. I just, yeah. I do think that, like, reacting poorly to bombing is the worst thing you can do. For sure. Yeah. Well, because it just, like, it breaks that, like, wall with the audience. Like, I don't know. Like, if they see that you disengage from it, then they're just going to completely not be with it at all, you know? Yeah. Give them an, you got to give them an experience to remember no matter what. Yeah, because that's what Michael Richards did. That's exactly. right. Yeah, say say the M word on stage. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. If things aren't going well, just start start slurring. Tip right. tip for new 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 comedians. If things are if your yeah. jokes aren't landing, just say the N word. Yeah, look at find like an Indian couple and call them Koopa Troopas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, find the fattest guy in the bar who who like might look like a turtle, and you just call him Bowser. <laughs> Yeah, just be like, I don't know why Bowser isn't laughing at me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that fat fucking guy is going to break the bar stool. <laughs> Dave Portnoy wants to fuck you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, not to. Uh, Jesus the Super Jew was talking about when he had that Dave Portnoy bit. How he would get girls DMing him just clearly trying to fuck Dave Portnoy. <laughs> awesome. Can you imagine like raising a daughter and loving her for 18 years and then she tries to fuck Dave Portnoy? <laughs> like crazy. There's like still girls out there in America that want to get raped by Dave Portnoy. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, this is what happens when you just like put your kid in front of an iPad and don't pay attention to them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, They're like, yeah, I, I want to wrap the chain around my neck. <laughs> I want well. What the best is he's like. They'd be like, "Oh, if you're ever in Philadelphia, I got a pizza spot to take you to." <laughs> hey, I'll be honest. Hang on, that man. He does have good pizza recommendations. My buddy. <laughs> my buddy got into like he got his pizza tracker app, so he went to Sisyphus. Uh, or no, not Sisyphus. There's a brewery up here. Maybe it is Sisyphus Brewery. Is that they don't a do thing? They don't do food there. No. Well, there's a pizza place above the brewery. Uh, and it was on Dave Portnoy's Pizza Tracker app, and honestly, pretty fucking good pizza. I can't two, th two things Kay will say about Dave Portnoy. One, good pizza recommendations. Two, he's a rapist. <laughs> Those are the two consistent things that we've heard from Cave. And the, Dave third thing I'll say, the third thing I'll say is, Dave Portnoy, I challenge you to rape me. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay, there we go. With well, yeah. with with that, I'll say uh, 
Sean, is there anything <laughs> that you want to plug to around 500 people? <laughs> what if, like, you, you get... <laughs> you're like... Don't go this with like, <laughs> You're like, this is the most traumatic experience of my life. Dave Portnoy raped me, and then he took me to a mediocre pizza restaurant after... <laughs> I like that you go to the pizza restaurant with him <laughs> afterwards. Yeah. He was totally just like, after being raped, and then you're shaking after eating bad pizza. <laughs> yeah, it's like, that's the traumatic experience. <laughs> like, the pepperoni was cold. I don't think they even cooked it. Reheated, <laughs> Dave. Like, don't get me wrong. I loved the violent rape. <laughs> that's why I DM'd him in the first place. But. <laughs> But the pizza was terrible. Oh, terrible. Yeah. I didn't even bother giving consent because I knew he wasn't going to care. <laughs> <laughs> he makes you, he's hes like one of those celebrities, he makes you sign an NDA for the pizza, though. <laughs> like, you just can't tell which spot he brings you to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tell him about the four sex we had, but do not talk about... <laughs> Stefano's in fucking Cambridge, New Jersey. (laughs) That's my spot. I need you to sign this NDA. Oh, Dave, is this about getting raped by you? No, this is about the bad pizza you're about to eat. (laughs) Hell yeah. Uh, Nothing to to get you in the mood like bad pizza. Uh, but yeah, um, I'm going to, uh, I'm doing a, or I'm going to start a new podcast with the uh, comedian Mike Racine. Some of your listeners and you guys might know him. Very funny comic. He's on Twitter as well. Yeah. Uh, we're still, we're aiming to launch it in February, but you can follow me on Twitter at not Sean McCarthy and I, um, I'm sure I'll have some updates there, Sweet. but, uh, yeah, been fun. Thanks for having me guys. Yeah, dude. Thanks, thanks for coming on. Yeah, definitely.